The advice and opinions expressed by the hosts of Autism Live and her guests are meant solely as suggestion and should not be in any way construed as child-specific advice. Any choices you make in determining your child's treatment are completely at your own discretion. Toys. I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, but Shannon, you showed all the good show, all the good toys yesterday, and you would be wrong, wrong, wrong. There are more toys that are coming up today that are really amazing, and I got to be honest, we're not even going to get to all of the great toys today, but we're going to get to some amazing toys today. So let's take care of a little bit of business first. First of all, we're live. I'm Shannon. I'm a proud pony. I'm a parent of a neurodiverse individual who I'm super proud of. He's the greatest thing since sliced bread. He's better than sliced bread uh, and wouldn't change a hair on his head. And so I have a particular fondness for all of you that are watching the show and all of our shows here at the Autism Network are all about providing information and inspiration. You can see that our fabulous Chris Desmond is showing you some of the different ways that you can listen and watch the show. Uh, but again, we're about ins information and inspiration. Hopefully we're going to give you some of that today because our toy guide, the 2023 Autism Live Toy and Gift Guide is live right now on the Autism Network homepage. So if you go to autismnetwork.com and you'll see that there are tabs across the top, if you click the one that says Toy Guide, then you can see, first of all, you could look at last year's toy guide or the year before. There's a drop-down menu there. Um, or you can look at any of the pages on this year's toy guide. Just to be clear, there are six different age categories. We have the baby-toddler category. We have the preschool category. We have the school-age category, the tween-teen category, the adult category, and a caregiver category. Because why would we leave caregivers out? They want gifts, too. Right? Each category features 18 different awards in each category for different toys like Best Speech Builder, the Boredom Buster Award, the Oldie But Goodie, the Parent Recommendation, the Kids Choice Award, the Therapist Choice, uh, Social Skills Builder, the Motor Play Builder. There's one of everything, right? There's an award for everything. So there's no way that we could cover all the toys here on the show, but I wanted to do a couple of shows, three to be exact, where I show you my favorite picks. And that's even that. I, I feel bad saying that. I said yesterday it's like Sophie's Choice, right? Because I love them all. And the panel of judges that I worked with, we loved all of these toys, which is why we recommended them. When you go to the toy guide, you will see it is live now. It's a free resource that includes links to buy the toys. You can also visit the Autism Network uh, Amazon store. I think it's called the Autism Live Network, um, Autism Live Amazon store where we're featuring many of the toys there as well. And we do want to be upfront and completely uh, transparent about the fact that for years we've been doing this toy guide, over 10 years, and every year we would say to you guys, and this is a free resource and we don't make any money on it, and people would say, you're crazy. That's what influencers do. They recommend a project product that they like, and then people buy it and they get a small commission. And so this year, for the first time, we are participating in that. We, um, when you use certain links to buy the toys, we get a small portion, but it helps to keep the lights on. So if you 
you want to be supporting us while you're buying toys, uh, feel free to buy the toys from our links, and then we do get a small something something for it. Uh, a commission. That, I believe that is the word for that. Uh, so uh, in that way, you're helping us out too. I, I feel like I've forgotten something that I wanted to say about that. But I do want to say that this show is live right now. You can be writing in on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter. And we're on several different Facebook pages on the Autism Live. I believe we may be on... Uh, also, I don't know whether Ron asked after Dr. Doreen today. And by the way, normally it's Tuesday and we would have Dr. Doreen with us, but she is not able to be with us, so we filled that space with toys, which is my favorite, favorite thing. So let me just say this about uh, when we're looking for toys, and we did a show about this last week, we're looking for well-made toys that will last. We're looking for toys that spark joy, that allow for some kind of a connection. Sometimes the connection is with the toy or the game or the book, right? But sometimes it allows connection with another person. And my favorite thing is to look at toys and go, well, what else could we do with this toy? What can we teach with this toy? How many different things can we be working on? Because a toy should be about joy, but it also should challenge us, right? That we want to do better, that we want to get it right. Um, that we want to win sometimes is the thing. But also we can be learning how to win gracefully and how to lose gracefully, how to take turns, so many things that you can learn. So I'm very excited about all of today's toys. And feel free to write in if you have questions about the toys or questions about anything, really. We'll take any kind of question. But we should get into this, right? So Chris, what's our first toy? I believe I know what it is. So this is from Crayola, and it's the best art craft winner for baby toddlers. It's called the Palm Grasp Crayons. And I'm holding some in my hand here, and you can see that they look like little eggs, and they come in a package. You can get a package of more than three, but this is the three-pack. I think that's a great amount to start with, but they make them, I think, in 12-pack with different colors if you want. And they are exactly what they sound like, the palm grasp crayon. Um, because when kids are very little, you know, there's a series of different grasps that we want to do. We want to do a pincer grasp. I'm trying to hold my hand in a way that you can see. This is where we pick up the little round cereal and raisins, right? We want the pincer grasp. And eventually, when we want to go to the tripod grasp, that's when we're holding a pencil. But these are fine motor skills that come a little bit later. And so these are perfect. These are for one-year-old and up. Um, and they are perfect because you're working on palm grasp, right? They get to hold it and it fits perfectly in their little hand. But we're strengthening the muscles that are going to lead to the pincer grasp and the tripod grasp. And they can draw with them. And they can make letters with them, and they can do all kinds of things. I love them. I also, one of the things that I like about these that are a little bit different than other people's, um, well, first of all, it's Crayola. Nobody has a crayon better than Crayola. Can we just admit that? But um, one of the features about this that I really like is that it has this sort of wobbly line that's etched into the crayon that makes it a better grasp. And I really super like that. It encourages me to hold it from the fat end of the egg so that I can use the point to be coloring and drawing with. And I like that. As, as somebody, you know, former teacher, when we're going to get to that tripod grasp, I'm going to be looking for that kind of a thing anyway. Um, so love, love, love this. 
Uh, and again, that was our best art craft for babies and toddlers. It's hard to find a craft for babies and toddlers, but you can use good old Crayola crayons. Absolutely love it. Okay, what's next for us is our therapist recommended winner, the Mag Formers Animal Jumble. And I have all kinds of animales all over my desk here. And let me see if I can move some of them. This is from Mag Formers. And again, this was our therapist recommended. Um, and that's how old this toy guide, guide is. That we're, I'm still calling them therapists, but you guys probably would refer to them as behavior technicians. We did have some PCPAs uh, that weighed in on this. So this is a building toy, and it's a magnetic toy. And I'm going to show you. We've got two magformers in this category. This is for preschool. Um, but I'm going to show you this one first and why the professionals really like this. Because I've got so many different... I can make, whoopsie, as I'm taking it apart before I mean to. I've got all these pieces here, and by the way, this is a piece, this is a set that comes with 60 pieces. It's a whole lot. I've got a whole stack of them sitting over here that you can see that are more pieces that I can add. And within the pieces, I've got even more pieces. So I've got lots of little shapes that come apart into lots of different things. So many different things that the, the professionals were talking about that you can work on. So I can work on color. I can work on shape, right? But I can also work on connecting, so they're magnets, and they connect and they connect in different ways. So I can build, and then I can build animals. So what we had done in this instance was that we took a bunch of shapes, right, keeping it low, and put them together, and I made this sort of, I don't know, a cow? And now I can work on making a sound. What does the cow say? The cow says, moo, right? So colors, shapes, building animals, right? Absolutely amazing. But I'm also working on fine motor, and I'm working on flexibility. See my moose here? And I put him together as a triangle. This is my elephant, and I, I put him together with this sort of hexagon body, right? Um, there's no end to the different ways that you could put this together and the different ways, they call them exemplars, the things that they're working on uh, with the person to get to speech, right, uh, and to build even more skills. So really, really love this. Um, an amazing, an amazing uh, toy, and I love also that it comes with a booklet. So if I'm not really a creative builder myself, and I go, oh, I just really don't. Sometimes you hand a toy to a child, and you've got to model it for them. You've got to demo it for them, right? But sometimes we feel inadequate as parents, because I don't have an architect brain. But see, I looked at the book, and I got the idea for how to make my cow, right? Um, and it, so it shows you all different kinds of things that you can do. There's all different animal shapes that it makes for suggestions and it shows you how they go together. So you can be working on that, modeling it for your child, and they can have tons of fun creating these many animals. So that's why the, the behavior techs and the BCBAs loved it for them. Um, but then we also, there was another MagFormers, and this is the next one. This was our STEM toy award in the preschool um, category. Same company, Magformers, but maybe you're not as much into the animals, but you really want to encourage the building skills. Well, this is a great set. It's called the My First 30. 
but you could start with this one. And I love this because it's got all these very colorful shapes, and it comes with this amazing book. I just put it out of the, sh the um, and, and it's got all these activities. So you really can be doing this with a very young kiddo. I'm trying to open the book. Um, that it has where I'm going to start by taking matching my colors and my shapes in the book so that I can do that, right? But then later on, it shows me things that it wants me to match and build. Um, and this is a really important skill. We, you know, learning through observation, right? Because they have to look at the book and go, what do I want to make? I think that's the cards that I left in the box. There are cards that show them uh, the different shapes that they can make, and then they have to match the shape that's on the card. I, I left those in the box. But I can take all of this apart, and I can build whatever I want. I can build boxes. I can, you know, make houses. I can make spaceships. Um, I super love them. They're very magnetic, right? Um, so they're fun. They grab a hold. Um, and it's fun to sort of see, well, what can I do? Um, it's, I got myself all magnetized. I have things all over the place yesterday as I was building stuff. It's just fun, you guys. And yet, it's working on fine motor. It's working on problem solving. Because what do I do when all of my shapes are put together and I don't like it? I have to begin to pull them apart and figure out what I want to make next. Um, Love, love, love this. This is the way we think that helps us to learn critical thinking skills uh, that are so important for STEM. That I will notice that, okay, so I put this one here, but it's dangling because it's not being held up. Well, so I start to learn that as a builder, I have to have things connect to make it strong. Great STEM skills uh, to be able to learn. Love it, Magformers. We had two winners in this category in the preschool category. So let's move on to the next one, which if I'm not mistaken, yes, our social skills builder. Go ahead and put that back up for me if you don't mind, Chris. Social skills builder award for preschool. We have two of, uh, from the same company, the Seaweed Turtle and it's Sparkles the Dog. And they are from Bene World LLC. I, I really love this. I'm going to take Sparkles out, and then if we have time, I'll take out Seaweed. So it comes in this beautiful box, and I've got my wonderful shaggy dog here, who's just super fabulous. And I've got a book, and I have these lovely tokens. So this is why this is the social skills builder. Because I've got the dog, and he's fabulous, and he's based on a real dog, by the way, which the book shows us a picture of the real dog. I love him. I love the heart on his belly. He's super soft, tactile, really love him, love petting him. Um, and there's a book all about Sparkle, and about and the same thing with the turtle. Um, and in the book about Sparkle, it talks about what, you know, taking care of Sparkle and what it means to take care of a pet, right? and how we care for other people and show compassion for animals and other people throughout the book. And they're very lovely illustrations. It's a very easy book to read with a child talking about you know, friendship and compassion and kindness. And then it encourages the child to take care of Sparkle and to take care of themselves. And then later in the book, it talks about how you can be nice to other people and other animals. And it encourages the, the child to be a good person. And one of the things that it does, as I said, it comes with tokens. And so the parent reads this book with the child. 
And then the child is asked to try to do good in the world. And anytime the child does anything that's good and the parent catches them doing something good, they get a token. And Sparkle has a little spot in his back and the child gets to put the token, he's like a bank for the tokens. I'm gonna put it in there. And so the token goes in there and Sparkle is holding the token. Well, once all of the tokens are gone, the child is able to unzip with the parent's help. Sparkle has a little zipper that I can reach in and I can take all the tokens out of the back of him, out of his, he's got a little, lovely little pocket in here. Um, and the child gets to turn that in for some kind of a reward. So we're literally making Sparkle uh, a token economy system for rewarding a child for being good and kind and considerate in the world. And I love that. That is very ABA, by the way. Um, setting, taking an example, having something positive like a fluffy dog, learning about what it means to be kind and compassionate, and then asking them to take that into the real world, rewarding them for it a little bit at a time with a big reward before they're done. I'm gonna put Sparkle over here because I wanna take out his buddy, Seaweed the Turtle, for just a second so that I can show you, because same concept, same company, we just couldn't decide between them, you guys, because they were both so super cute, and the books are different, but it's the same concept. Uh, this is Siwi, and Siwi comes with his own book and his own tokens. I want to show you that um, he's got a spot right in the back here of his shell that you put the token, and then here is his little zipper pouch on his belly where you can open him up and take his little things out. And for his book, he talks about turtles and about what it means to take care of turtles in the environment um, and how to be kind to yourself and animals and the environment. Compassion, and you know, this is all part of social skills, you guys, and it comes with its own reward system. Stop it, you know I love that. So these are Seawee the turtle and Sparkle the dog, they are our social skills winner, I'm making a mess of myself over here, for our, um, I think that's preschool. I think that was preschool still. Um, okay, now what, where are we going next? I think we're going on to school age. Oh no, we're still in preschool. Okay, so um, our next contestant, and this is gonna take me just a second here, Chris, so keep that up for a second. Our em Empowering Employment Toy Award uh, for preschoolers, this is the Leapfrog Build a Slice Pizza Cart. All right, come on now. Um, this, this puppy rolls, and it's got everything that I need to make a pizza, and talk about empowering employment for a preschooler. Shut the front door, or shut the pizza oven, right? <laughs> there is an oven. So first of all, I could just play with this forever and have a grand old time and never need to turn it on but I can turn it on as well. So I'm going to turn it on, and I'm going to set my oven to two. And, it's, and it said to me, warm crust. Okay, but now I get to make a pizza, and there are all these different things. I have my pizza box here. I've got a, a drawer here that I can open, and I've got pieces of pizza. I love that it's storage, too, so you can store all the pieces together. I take out a piece of pizza. I put it up here. Actually, I want to put it on the actual pizza plate, right? I've got um, these wonderful toppings. And, Cheese, please. 
Oh, they want five sprinkles of cheese. Here's my cheese sprinkler. Sprinkling my cheese because it directed me to. Woo, nice and cheesy. Um, I've got a pizza cutter here, but I've also got my pizza slice thing. And so I'm going to decide, I ask mom, you know, what do you want on your pizza? And maybe she says olives. So I've got olives and the olives are in the shape of circles. And I put them on my salty olives, it says, right? And so then I go and I push my little button and it, yes. And now I can pick this up and I can put it on the plate, which I put over here. I'm trying to do this around it so that you guys can see, right? Oh, I didn't stick it in the oven. I could have stuck it in the oven. Let me do that first, right? But I go through all the machinations of play. Uh, but I'm playing at being somebody who is serving somebody pizza, which is a job. And I can just hear jo Joanne Laura saying, this is job skills. We're teaching job skills. So I've got it in my oven. I could play with this forever. I'm, I'm an old lady, and I would enjoy playing with this, right? And then we don't forget that we ring it up in the register, and we, you know, we take money, and we say, okay, they give us a dollar, and then we give them some change, right? So it's all aspects of the serving pizza. I love it so much. There are so many things to do. I ring my little bell. That means order up. Oh, love that. Now I've got an order that i got to make a, a slice. Yep. They want something that's red on this pizza. So, uh, you know, obviously i got to get my pizza out. i got to, oh, i got to take my other thing out of the oven. See, this is hard work, you guys. Red. They still want the red. Oh, I got my order. So super fun, you guys. Hours and hours of fun, ways to play. And it starts with the fun, right? Okay, so I got to turn the temperature. Ooh, three. Okay. We're singing and we're playing and doing all of these things. I'm going to turn it off for a second. So, so many things to do. It lists the prices so I can ask for that much money. Um, hours and hours of play. But there's a couple of things here that I want to point out. So we start with play and play leads to skills. Skills lead to being able to work, right? So we're learning customer service. We're learning how to organize ourselves. I had a pizza in the oven and now I got to make a slice with red, right? How do I organize my time? But also, it's all the fine motor stuff, and there's a nutritional element to it, too, because I'm learning about the different toppings and how I'm going to cook things, how I have to prepare it, and including putting it in the oven and then putting it in the box. So, so much fun. So much fun. And again, this is the Leapfrog Build a Slice pizza cart. Ugh, just one of my favorites. But it is the winner. It could have won so many different things, but it is the winner of our empowering employment because that's exactly what it will do while they're having just a truckload of fun. So leapfrog, build a slice pizza cart. Love it. Okay, Chris, what's next? Let me get this out of the way. Okay. Oh, our Clixo, uh, which I super love this. I had never seen this toy before, but I've been having such a good time with this. 
This is our STEM toy award for school-aged kids. It's the ClickSo Flexible Magnetic Building Toy from Toyish Labs. And this comes in lots of different ways. I just want you guys to see that you can get a small set like this. You can get um, a slightly bigger set. This is an 18 piece and they have the big one which is 42 pieces, right? And the one that I've got here, I think this is the 60 piece set. And I want you to see, first of all, how this comes packaged. I keep moving stuff away from you, Chris. Uh, sorry about that. Gotta know where my camera is. So once you open it all up, it's this really wonderful post-consumer packaging that I super duper love. It's got this tight fitting lid um, and your pieces all fit in the box when you're done. And the amazing thing is, is they all stack. They're magnetic and they grab a hold of themselves and they stack. But it also comes with these handy dandy little um, wires, basically, I don't know what to call them, that you can wrap them around them. So if you're going someplace and you don't want them to come apart, they're magnetic, I don't think they would come apart anyway, you can uh, make sure that they don't go anywhere. But the whole thing with this ClickSo that's super cool, again, it's magnets, but in an entirely different way because it allows for flexibility. So yesterday I built this really wonderful orb, a ball, um, and I'm going to undo it so that you guys can see. And the system tells me that uh, to remember the laws of magnetics because the blue magnets connect with the red magnets and that that's the way it works. So you can put anything together and you can make anything. You can make something flat um, or you can attach the magnets, but red will not connect to red. It's got to be blue to red and I can make, um, well, I'm making a small crown here, but I can put this on a doll and it's a crown. Right? You can make an airplane. It even has, uh, this kit has propellers, then I can add it and make an airplane. Or a googly face is what I see. Uh, <laughs> right? So many things that you can make with this ClickSo because it bends. Um, and so this one's a better one to show in terms of color. They're showing you like, well that didn't help. <laughs> it's live, you guys, um, but it's so much fun. It, ha it was showing a fish, and it showed uh, an airplane and all these different shapes. Uh, it also comes with a handy-dandy little instruction thing that helps you to make beginning shapes. Um, it's on front and back. I love this because it's another way of thinking, another way of problem solving. So that's why we love this and that is why we gave it the award that it gave because anytime we're starting to think with our brain and think in these very flexible ways about, okay, so what can I make with this? Now we're thinking with creativity. Um, and I don't know what I can make with this, but I can tell you it's very satisfying. I think I've just made a hat. Um, there we are. I can go off to a party. But I kind of want to make an airplane. If I had more time, I think that that's what I would want to make. Uh, click so. And the other thing that's really fun about it is you can take it anywhere. And um, it's a great thing that you can add on. Can I also say, too, I love all kinds of building toys. But I like it when the building toys get put away easily. And I like it when if I have to step on the building toy that it's not excruciating pain that is epic. 
I love that I can very quickly um, stack these things up. They go into their post-consumer uh, carrying case, right? And I'm done. That's all I have to do. I need to put my, my propellers away. Um, but then I can put this back in its box and away we go. I put it together so that it was, uh, I've got two separate holes for it and I put it together in the wrong way. But I can pack this up and I'm not stepping on things and crushing my feet. So I love this. And I love the idea of all the things that our kiddos can make when they're doing this. But it is, I, I haven't put it together right, but it will go nicely in the box if you're not me. Uh, so absolutely love it. Click so, really wonderful. Chris, what's our next contestant? Oh my gosh. I showed you guys some puppets yesterday, and I promised you that there were more puppets in the toy guide, um, because I love puppets for speech. So we couldn't decide between these two for the winner for our school-aged kids, but I have here the, the Speech Builder Toy Award for school age. It's the Folkmanis puppets. I have two of them. I've got a wonderful baby dinosaur, and I've got my basset hound here, and I've got uh, eggs rolling around, palm grass crayons that want to get in on the story. Uh, and as we were saying yesterday, puppets are a wonderful, wonderful thing to elicit language and speech from our kiddos. So you notice with the dragon, I've got two little hands here that I can easily get my fingers in, right? Um, or I can use my fingers to get in there and have him uh, be able to make noises. Rawr, rawr, rawr. Right? I can also make him pop away and be hiding or be born right? Uh, I can have him wave to my friends, um, uh, all kinds of different things. And then, of course, I've got this fabulous basset hound. I'm going to take the dinosaur off for a second. Um, and the basset hound is wonderful because he's got a fully functional mouth, right? And lots of expression. One of the things I like to teach kids when they're playing with puppets is how to move their fingers around because it makes them make different faces. That if I move my fingers, I can have him, here we go, uh, where's my camera? I can, I can have him do all kinds of different, what? You want fish? Right? Um, but I also love with these puppets um, that there's so much movement that with the, the paws, right? That I can, I can be moving those around and he can glump and say things. I've got one little eye that, because of where I have my hand, his one little eye. Oh, there he is. He's got the funniest expression. Hello. Right? Encourage language, model the behavior, put the puppet on, get silly, and then you talk to the puppet. I said this yesterday. Don't worry about being a ventriloquist. That is not the task here. You want the person that you're trying to communicate with to see your mouth moving and know that it's perfectly okay. If they decide to be a ventriloquist down the road, wonderful. They will figure that out. But at this point in the game, we want them to see our mouths moving. So we go, hello, how are you? Oh, I am a bothered right? And now the child is like, oh, I'm allowed to make different noises and make my, my voice sound different. And you will find that amazing things come to pass when they put their hand in the puppet and allow their voice to come out. Um, I've even done this with non-vocal children and they start make gibberish, they start making gibberish to try to make the puppet speak, which is the beginning of how we build language. 
don't be afraid, get a puppet. I always say get two, right? So you're wearing a puppet and they're wearing a puppet and then they get to talk to each other. And that makes it super duper fun. Bokemanis, these are well-made puppets that will last to the next generation. You will have a blast with them. Great speech building toys. Okay, what's next? Next, oh, the My Castle Panic, my first uh, Castle Panic. This is our best cardboard game for school age. It's from Fireside Games. I'm not going to open up the whole box and put out the whole uh, board for you guys to see, but I want to tell you why we like this particular board game. There's a lot of board games. It's a very fierce market. But there is actually a, a game called Castle Panic, and then this is the younger kid version of it that's my first uh, castle panic. What I like about this one is that it doesn't require the child to be able to read. But the cards, um, I don't know if you can see on the back of the box here, the cards have um, shapes and they have colors on them. And this is a cooperation game. A lot of the games that we see that kids, uh, older kids are playing, things like Dungeons and Dragons and Magic the Gathering and games like that that they're playing are games that you play with a group of people and there's a certain level of cooperation that winning is not necessarily about being a sole victor it's about the group winning and we like that trend in gaming um, because it is fodder for teaching a whole lot of things um, like how to problem solve with a group of people which is a very important what job skill um, so really really love this this is from one to four players it has a whole actual castle that you put together this is why I don't want to take it out and put the whole thing together it has a castle and you need to be able to get your team to the castle by using cooperation seeing how you can help your teammates um, but again it doesn't require reading and that's one of the reasons why we love this it is for I think it's for ages four and up yes ages four and up and I think it's a wonderful game to teach about winning um, and cooperation so love that from fireside games my first castle panic and then if you have older kids I really want to recommend castle panic not the my first where it's a little bit more difficult a little bit uh, and there's reading involved okay what's next Chris okay where did I put that uh, <laughs> This is one of my favorites, you guys. Uh, this is the Best Craft School-Aged uh, Award winner. This is also from Crayola. It's the Crayola Spin and Spiral Art Station, the Deluxe Edition. Again, it's from Crayola. So I don't know how old you guys are, but I imagine at some point in your life you went to a carnival and they had one of those things that it spun and you could put the paint down and, it, and they would spin it and you'd make, you know, a picture, right? I loved that as a kid. I always wanted to do that. And then I also loved, there was a, there was a childhood game that had gears that if you put a piece of paper down and you put the gear in, that uh, you could take a pen and go around and that would also make shapes. I love now that it's a very big thing on TikTok and other things that grown-ups are still doing this with like huge scale with a paint can that's on a rope and they throw it and the paint can makes the shape much like the gear does. What I love about this toy is that it combines both of those childhood favorites for me in one choice. 
stop it, stop it. It's more fun than I can stand. I also love how the whole setup is because it looks like a station. It looks exactly like a station for me. It's an art station, and this is why it won the best art award for us. I'm going to create for you here and show you how ridiculously easy this is. Um, so it, it comes with pre-cut paper for my two turntables. Here, I'll show you. Super easy. So there is um, there's a little turntable underneath this, and I stick my paper in. Uh, super easy. And I pump the blue thing, and it makes my paper spin. Now, it comes with two sets of these colored paints. I'm going to stop this for a second. Um, there are three different colors. So I've got my red, my blue, and my yellow. I know it looks a little bit more like pink. But, um, and they fit perfectly in, in my station. And the kit comes with two sets of these. So that once you're out of one, you still have more, right? And I'm sure you can order more. So I've got my thing going, and I'm going to squirt some of my red paint. I love that there is, um, there's a rim, so I'm not getting anything on my clothes, I'm not getting anything anywhere. I'm spinning it some more, and I'm gonna plop some blue in there. Woo, that looks good. I can't wait to see what it looks like. And I'm gonna throw some yellow down. Oh my gosh, I can't wait. What did I make? Because it always looks different when it's spinning. <gasps> I love it. Look at how awesome that came out. And where does that go? Right on the refrigerator. We're, we're problem solving, we're using our fingers, we're creating self-esteem, and we're creating art. How much do we love that? Now on the other side, you pick a gear, and I have a, a large, a small, and a medium, right? I'm going to go for the small one this time, and I'm going to pick a color, and I really like blue. Um, so I'm going to pick one of my four circles, because each circle makes a different shape and now I'm working on not only fine motor but I'm working on some gross motor and that happens my thing just skipped out now I'm going to pick a different hole and keep going I should probably change colors right and always with these gears sometimes it pops out it's okay we're working on the problem solving right what can I do oh I got to push down a little bit more instead of pushing up well that works on motor skills that help me to be able to write. It's a perfect opportunity to work on, because kids will go, oh no, it slipped. It's all right. Life goes on. Mistakes happen. Now I've got my purple going, and I'm going to change my gears here. I'm going to put the large one in, and I'm going to go around and see. Woo, that's pretty too. Okay, so I make my shape, and I've made my piece of art until I'm all done, and I can keep doing this with all the colors, all the gears, right? But I also end up with something to be proud of that I put on the refrigerator. It's art, baby, and we love it. So I love putting these two things together. Uh, what a wonderful station. Again, it's the Crayola. Uh, put, can you put it back up for me because it's got a very complex name? <laughs> the Crayola spin and spiral art station and again that is the deluxe one and it is deluxe and we love it thank you Crayola okay what's our next contestant oh my galoosh it is the Shishibo battle shapes um, and it's from fun in motion this is our stem toy award for tweens and teens first of all I want you to see what a lovely little box this comes in 
Um, and you're going to want to keep the box. It's, you know, it's like a keepsake box. It's got this lovely, I put some of my cards on the top so that I would have them to demo. Um, it's got, you know, this clear, clear glass part that pulls up. And now I've got two matching shishibos that are super awesome, uh, red and black, right? I've got uh, my um, token there. I've got my egg timer, and I've got a bell. So uh, if I'm doing this with another person, and there's also a deck of cards, but I already took four of them out. If I'm doing this with another person, then we're going to play together, and we each have our shape, and we're going to pick a card, and it's going to tell us what shape it wants us to make. And then we would start the timer, and we would go and see who could make the shape faster. Remember that the shishibo it's the, the block shape. First, got to figure out where the opening is for it. Um, there are lots of different ways to open a shishibo, and you want... Okay, so you saw it, that you can see the block, and now I open it up. Oh, look at all the wild shapes on the inside. Um, okay, so, and I make another shape. And, and let's say that it was a star shape that it wanted. If I was the winner and I did it first, I... I Click the bell. I did it too hard. And I'm the winner of this, right? Now, if I'm playing solo, uh, which I can do, now I'm trying to just see how fast I can do it because I'm practicing. But I love this because we're working on so many different things. And when we're looking at the shapes on the card, um, first of all, it gives me the shape so that I have to figure out how to, how to do it. But I also love that there is a QR code for each one of the shapes. So you're not left in the frustration of, well, I don't know how to do it, and I don't seem to be able to do it on my own. I guess I don't get to play, right? That is no fun. But I love that they took the time that each one of them has a QR code, and you scan it, and you're able to see how to do it. So you're building skills and understanding this amazing toy and how it goes together um, to make so many different things, uh, so many different shapes. I don't think I've ever made that shape before. I love shishibos and the fact that they have found a way to make it even more social and even more of a STEM toy. There's something meditative about these toys. I can't even tell you what it is. Um, but your brain, and they know over at Fun Emotion, they've done all this research on their toys, um, that there is something meditative about this. There is something that helps to build focus because your brain is working in a really productive way um, as it figures out how do I make the shapes. And people get really fast at this. You can see clearly I am not fast at this. I am so close to getting this back into the... I used to be really good at this a year ago. Um, am I going to be... Oh, back to the queue. Uh, okay, really fun, and it's not unusual to see me at my desk thinking something through and playing with... Now we have Cubendi, um, uh, but there's also Shishibo, and now I can't wait to play Shishibo Battle with my son this holiday season because that's some serious fun and we're thinking and we're participating and talking while we're doing it right and I and fun in motion people hear me say how much do I love that you included the QR codes so that we're not left to fry in frustration um, I don't even know where everything goes back in this it's very easy but 
I'll do that later. Okay, what's our next contestant? These are the Snuggle Loves from Wild Republic, and they are absolutely wonderful. So this is our Sensory Toy Award winner for our tweens and teens. Now, these are a perfect example of the fact that you should look at the whole toy guide as you pick your presents for somebody, because we put this in the teen-tween category, because a lot of times people don't think about the fact that teens and tweens need a lot of sensory input and they need a lot of comfort. Just think back to when you were a teen. Um, and there's this funky, weird thing about our society that we hug little kids all the time and they hug each other and there's no weirdness or awkwardness, but suddenly kids are teens and they don't get as many hugs. They still need sensory input, right? And, and so we want them to have something that they can squeeze and hug and love. And these snuggle loves are exactly that. But they're totally age appropriate for little kids and they're totally age appropriate for adults and caregivers. But we decided that the teens needed it the most, but you can buy them for pretty much anybody on your list, right? These things, so we've got the bee. How cute is the bee? And he's so soft, you guys. And there is, they're at a size where you hug them and they hug you back. And this bear, oh my gosh, I just love him so much. And you can imagine a teen having this on their bed, right, um, as something that they can squeeze. And oh, they're just fabulous. They feel good. You can, and they're, they're, they're stuffed really well um, so that, you know, you got to hug them. You got to put some, a little bit of oomph into it. But, oh, I just adore them so much. So Wild Planet, you guys, Snuggle Loves, there's a whole line of them. Oh, my gosh. I couldn't decide between the two of them, but they're really, really precious. And they got a little bit of a weight to them, um, which I really love and adore. So what's my next one? Chris. Oh, okay. So, our Crom Pop. Where did I put that? Okay. So, this is the Crom Pop LOL from Rue Paradis Apps. It is the Motor Play Award for tweens and teens. Now, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this with the table here. I might have to lean forward, and I've got a little bit of my snuggle love on him. So, what this is, is this amazing uh, wooden toy. Um, and, uh, and a ball with a hole on it uh, on, this, uh, on a string. And, um, oh, that snuggle love left me presents. Uh, <laughs> so there are many different ways that I can um, do this. There are, you'll notice that there are cups, right? So I can catch the ball on a cup. I can catch it at the bottom on a cup. Or if I want to win the big award, I catch the hole onto the thing. Now, this is very much a hand-eye coordination thing, and it's not easy. So I do want to say that this maybe wouldn't be for everyone, but I love that to minimize the frustration, there is a string here so the ball can't just go flying off into nowhere. Now, I, you know, this is not an easy skill, but it's not impossible either. Every time we have filmed this, I have not been able to get it on one of the cups, and the minute we stop filming, I get it on one of the cups. So I'm going to see. i got to lean it over the table to see if I can do it on camera. Ever. I get really close, you guys. But it's really fun. It's hand-eye coordination. Oopsie. I'm going to break the table before I do it. Um, but I have, I, I have been able to get it on the cup several times, um, just not on camera. It's a thing. And I will tell you that there are kids who are very good at this, and it's very calming. And you can watch on YouTube that they can make the ball go, they do this, and then they go like this, and they, you know, get it, and they can 
it's this whole thing, kind of like hacky sack used to be, um, that they can make the, the ball do all kinds of things. It's a whole big thing, whole culture of toys uh, doing this. But what we love about these particular ones, uh, they're very well made from Crom, and they come in all different styles and shapes. I've got one here that's uh, uh, different, where am I? Uh, sorry, Chris. Um, uh, you know, and, and so you can get one that is the color and style of the team that's on your list, right? And then it gives them something to work at, something to work on. So there it is from Crom. Uh, and so this one, our motor play for teens and tweens. Love it. What's next? Let's see what's next. Oh, Chroma Cube. How about that? Where do I have it? It is somewhere. There it is. I see it, I see it, I see it. Now this is another one I'm not going to unpack, um, but I'm just going to explain. This is our best cardboard game winner. It's from Project Genius, and it's a game. Uh, and a lot of people will say, oh, well, that's a game that you play by yourself. I'm going to say no. I really encourage you to play this as a team, um, and I'm going to tell you why. Um, because this is a deduction puzzle. And what it is, I don't know if you can see with the sheen, there are all these really lovely wooden cubes that sit in a tray together. And it's probably easier to see from the side view. So it sits in the tray, and underneath the tray there's a series of cards, and they're puzzles, and they progressively get harder. But it's, so it'll show on the, the card, it'll say, okay, so in the corner I want you to stick the magenta, and, and then in the other corner, I want you to stick the cobalt one. And now I'm going to give you a series of clues for you to figure out where the rest of the cubes go. And it'll say something like clue number one, the black cube is uh, sitting next to the magenta cube. And you know that there are two spots next to the magenta cube, so you have to do all of the things on the list to figure out which space do all of the squares go? And once you solve it, you can turn it over and check, and it's got the picture of what the, the solve for the puzzle is. And it progresses until it gets quite difficult um, to be able to deduce which one is the right way to do. Now, there are some people who can play this by themselves, and it's a great relaxing activity, and I love this kind of game and this kind of puzzle. I love doing logic puzzles, you know, the ones where it says, you know, Mary uh, left three hours before Jill, but five hours after Jack, and you have to figure out who left when. So this does this with the colors, and it's physical. So you're trying it out, and you can try solutions physically, which I absolutely love. Um, but I want to suggest playing this in small groups, two or three people, where you're having to talk it out great problem solving, great conversation starter. Many years ago in the toy guide, there was uh, uh, two of Dr. Grampy-Shay's daughters uh, worked as interns for Autism Live, and there was a toy that came in that was called Cat Crimes. And it was exactly this kind of a puzzle, but it was with little cat uh, things that sat up. And we had more fun working as a team trying to solve the mystery of which cat had committed the crime. Same basic principle with this, but I will tell you, it's a really well-made toy. It's the wooden blocks that feel very good in your hand. The tray, the way the blocks go into the tray, really remarkable. Um, this is a toy that you'd want to keep on display. 
um, that would, would, would sit out and be like, hey, shall we do a chromo cube puzzle together? And you'll find that the conversations that you have as you're working through the logic of it, whoo, building critical thinking skills, increasing conversation, and you will find that a lot of times our kiddos on the spectrum are going to be very good at this game. And you know how a lot of times they'll go to school and the teacher says, well, they were able to solve the math problem, but we didn't see their work. Don't you just want to just throw a fit when they do that? This is a great answer to that because as you're working as a pair, you say to, they say, well, no, the black one goes here. And you say to them, I don't know how you figured that out. How did you figure that out? And then they have to explain to you which is showing the work love it and it's from project genius so that was our team tween category let's go on to our next one which i think is a oh it's the tangle wonderful okay so this is our sensory toy winner in the adult category this is tangle from tangle inc we've featured them before on our toy guide and there's a reason why because they're wonderful i don't know if you know what we've actually had the inventor of tangle on the show and he talked about the research behind this uh the the whole being able to manipulate the shapes um and what it does to the brain and the meditative space that it creates for the brain so i love that it's a research-based toy and you you know it's wonderful that there's research but the truth of the matter is is all you got to do is play with it and you go oh i know why this is wonderful. This is a great, they feel good. This is a, um, a Tangle Junior classic, but Tangle comes in every shape and size and material that you want. You can snap them apart and put them together with other pieces. I love, for some of our older kids, they have a metallic version that's bigger. I used to have one of those that sat on my desk, and I don't know who I had to give it to because they loved it so much. But it really helps um, to concentrate and to think through. It quiets the brain and allows you to focus. And it feels good, you guys. And that's why it won the sensory toy. Pick the colors that and the type of material that the person on your list will want. This is perfect for a stocking stuffer. And I think you'll find that nobody wants to put it down. It's so simple, and yet it's so great. But then if you see that you've got somebody on your list that really loves this, there are some pretty amazing different tangles. I encourage you to go and, and look and research for yourself. Um, but so much fun and feels good. And our next toy is another card and board game winner, also from Project Genius. This is our winner for the adult category it's called headspin from project genius and um i didn't bring the open one but i don't know if you can see there are these two um fidget spinners that are kind of rainbow colored that are down here they're matching right and so um what this game is it's kind of like it's a different version of rubik's cube right that you got to solve puzzles and get the colors to match across a row uh, a card, but they don't just give you the colors on the card. This is why this is an adult game. Uh, it's a little bit harder than that because they give you a card and it has clues to where the colors are. Some of them are maze games and it'll show you the four colors at the top, but it's a maze and you have to figure out where each one of them drops down. So it takes you a few minutes 
to figure out what the colors are, and then you have to twist the shapes to get it exactly right. And they have these slam pads that once you are done, you slam your piece down, and that shows that you got it first. I really enjoy this, and I enjoyed the mental workout of being able to solve, um, and there are so many different types of puzzles that you have to solve where the colors go before you do the physical. So I love that there's a cerebral part and I love that there is a physical part to it. And I love that there it's a challenge because when we're working on proficiency, we want people to be able to do skills, but we want them to be able to do them very quickly because that's proficiency, right? So I love that there's a time element to it. I love that there's a social element to it, a competition element, and I love the puzzles. So really, really fun. And really well made, the, the what I call the corn cobs. Uh, super well made, they turn easily, very delightful. Moving on, I, did I bring that one over? I don't even know if I have that one. Oh my gosh, I can't believe I left one out, shoot. Well, let's talk about it because Pixbricks is an amazing company that makes one pixel colored bricks. And uh, this one, the best art craft for adult. And would you mind putting it back up for just a second, Chris? Because it's the big wave off Kangawa. Is that how you guys say it? Um, so basically what you're doing is you are creating this picture, but with one pip pixel bricks. So if you have a kiddo who maybe has loved, for instance, Legos in their life, um, this is a great gift because it's that one pip and you're creating, uh, it's kind of like a paint by number, but you're doing it with one pixel brick bricks. And it ends up that they have this wonderful work of art um, that's really delightful. Uh, but if it doesn't have to be somebody who was previously into Legos who would love this. There is an art element to this. It, it doesn't require a great deal of creativity but there are lots of people who say, I don't know what to paint. I don't know how to paint, but I want to create art. And that's why this has a lovely grid that it shows you. This color goes here, and then you make the picture. For me, this kind of is reminiscent of, I used to do cross stitch, right? Where you're creating a picture, one little X at a time, and when you look at it close up, it, it kind of, you know, it looks pixelated, right? But if you pull back a little bit, it makes this amazing, beautiful piece of art. So I, I love this. It's very impressionistic, yes. Um, you're working on fine motor skills. You're working on following directions, matching basically a map of, of where to uh, put the pixels, and you end up with this lovely work of art, and you feel that self-esteem of having accomplished something. So Pixbricks, love, love, love. Um, we have another one of their winners coming up that we'll show you on Monday. Okay, I think we have one or two more toys left. Ah, yes, and this one I don't have either, because this one I did not bring from home. This was our top toy winner for caregivers. Now, before you give me grief about this, uh, let me show, let me tell you why I wanted to show you. Uh, this is the Vidalia Chop Wizard from Vidalia. This is the toy that we, and I ca I'm calling it a toy, it is a tool 
that we talked about first on our show, Let's Talk All the Things with Rachel Bird, because Rachel Bird was talking about making this salad. And I was like, oh, but there's so much chopping involved. And she was like, what are you talking about? Don't you have a Vidalia chop wizard? And I was like, what is a Vidalia chop wizard? And she started describing it to me. And I said, I think I need to have this thing. And I ordered it from Amazon. It's, I, I want to say it's a $20 thing. And it, I will be honest with you guys, it looks like it's kind of ridiculous, right? It's got a plastic tray, and there is this insert that goes in, and you can pick two different uh, sizes of grids that you can put into the insert, and then you lay a vegetable on top of that, and you slap down the, the top, and it makes a lovely little ka-chunk noise, and it perfectly chops your vegetables. What used to take me over an hour to make a vegetable soup in my kitchen takes me like eight minutes. Um, if you need to dice an onion, don't ever dice an onion again. Get yourself a Vidalia Chop Wizard. Now, why is this the top toy giver for caregivers? Does Shannon think that caregivers don't have other things that they want to do besides food? No, I absolutely do. And we've had many things like gift cards and spas and things like that. But the thing that I've heard overwhelmingly from caregivers in the last year is, Part of my identity is being able to take care of my family. And the better I can do that, the more I feel good about myself. And I really wanted to play to that strongly. And the thing that helped me this last year to be able to put healthy food on the table quickly so that I could get back to things that were about just me that weren't going to happen if I didn't feed my family healthily it was that this particular item, the Vidalia Chop Wizard, I am telling you, if you're making, like, the reason why I didn't remember it to bring it today is because it's in heavy use for Thanksgiving already at my house. It's an amazing tool. And I have all kinds of appliances. Uh, you know, I've got all kinds of things that chop and twirl and do all kinds of whatever that you have to plug in. This is not a plug-in. It is so easy to clean. It's ridiculous how easy it is to clean. It's dishwasher safe, but things don't get stuck in it become, because it comes with this little comb thing that you go voomp, voomp, and it's like clean and you pop it in the dishwasher to be even sterilized, right? I love that thing. It's been one of my favorite things the whole year. So that's why I made it the top toy. Not because I, I think you all want to be stuck in the kitchen. In fact, the exact opposite. I know you don't want to be stuck in the kitchen, but I also know that you're not going to stop trying to feed your children healthily. And this thing will help you to do it because especially the fine chop, you know, we tell you to sneak ingredients into things like your meatloaf. You're going to get there faster with the Vidalia Chop Wizard. So pretty amazing. What's next, Chris? Okay. I know that I have one of those here. So this is from Spooner. And it's the Surf Floor Liquid Tile. This is our Moto Clay winner for caregiver. And again, you know, one of the things that we heard overwhelmingly from caregivers is, I don't know what to do to get my children physically active, especially my little ones. And, you know, there are times of the year when you're stuck in the house because of weather uh, or whatever. And so many of you want to create an educationally enriched environment for your kiddos at home. Uh, where they will be more interested in doing physical things. Well, these are individual tiles. You can buy them individual, or you can buy them by a set of four. It's got the little thing in there. But I want you to see that they're they're non-toxic. Um, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this. Um, but you can see it's filled with liquid, 
So you could just have the tiles there and pick them up and do what I'm doing, right? But it's twice as much fun. You just won't be able to see it. When kids walk on it, they can, they can stomp on it and they can make different shapes or they can get on the floor and they can do this with their hands. And it moves the different colors around. And by the way, it comes in different color combinations. I've seen people do this and put it all over um, whatever the play space is in their house. I've got a piece of plastic covering this, which makes it difficult to see, you guys. But um, they're super fun. If you want to create a sensory room or a sensory space, they're really well-made tiles. Uh, and as I said, all non-toxic. Should it become open, but I've never seen one become open, it would be non-toxic. And it makes it kind of fascinating. And kids love to walk on this. And when they walk on it, it squishes the ink around and sometimes will make the shape or partially the shape of their foot. They can't quite get enough of it because it's a cause and effect kind of a thing and it's very sensory for them. And you could do a whole room with these tiles and the kids would love it. And it's just decor, but decor that gives back. So we love having a couple of these in your house where if all else fails, you sit down with your kiddo and make shapes with it, but then get them up and moving and dancing and stomping on it to see what shapes they're making with it. So that's surf floor liquid tile. Imagine that in your floor. Very well made. Okay. And I think, is this our last one, Chris? It might be. Uh, De Blockle. And this is the best cardboard game winner. Um, and this is in the caregiver category. So, uh, oh, again, very well made. This is Project Genius, and they make very well made toys. Uh, you get the, a, a really wonderful wooden board with these wood blocks that feel really wonderful. And the thing with these blocks is that they're kind of like dice. They have six different sides, and on each side it has a direction, kind of like chess, that each side, it shows you here, here, um, it shows you what it's allowed to do, how it's allowed to move. So if you get, for instance, the cross, then that means you can go up or down, and it tells you very distinctly on the box. This is really not hard. Um, chess is hard because uh, to learn because they have to memorize, well, how does this piece move? But this, once you know what the clue is, it says on the block, you know, shows you arrows. And once you understand what that is, very easy to remember. And the goal is every time you take your turn, you have two things that you have to do. One is you have to turn your block over in any, any adjacent space that it goes over. You roll it over, and then you have to follow through with that, whatever the direction is on the top of the block. And on the board, there are two star spaces. And the goal is to get your block over to the star opposite from where you start. And, and if you roll it into the star space with a star on top, it get, you get to take it off the board. And in that way, you've removed the piece. And the goal is to get all four of your pieces off the board before the other person does. This is one of those games that is deceptively easy, and you can play this with younger kids, but there is a strategy piece to it that you will find that if you're playing this with older kids on the spectrum, they're going to trounce you every time. But it's a great workout for the brain. It makes the brain think spatially different. Um, very similar to chess, you can think many, many moves ahead in order to have your strategy to win. Um, or, you know, if you're not quite that advanced, you can still be playing, 
but you're learning as you grow. So very well made. This was our best card and board game winner for the caregiver um, on your list. I think that's everything. Is that everything, Chris? It's everything. So we're going to um, sign off now, and we're going to tell you you've learned a lot about some of the toys in the toy guide. Check it out for yourself. Go to autismnetwork.com. And at the top, it says Toy Guide. Click on it and pick the category that is closest in age range to what the person you're trying to gift is, right? And look through those 18 toys. If you don't find what you want there, my suggestion is to go to the two adjacent ones, both the younger and the older version of um, the person you're trying to gift to. And if you don't find it there, look at the other three sections of the toy guide. I guarantee you, you will find something for everyone in that toy guide. We made sure of it. And we're not going to be back tomorrow. We're going to be li back live on Monday with part three of our Festival of Toys. And then we're going to be back into regular rotation. We've got some amazing guests coming up in the month of December. You're not going to want to miss any of it. Uh, but I hope that everybody has a really wonderful Thanksgiving, that regardless of where you are, regardless of what is happening, try to take one minute during this bit of time and ask yourself, what do I have to be grateful for? I think we can all find something to be grateful for, even if it's hard at first, uh, because you might be facing a lot of challenges, but I'm willing to bet that you can find something to be grateful for, and that puts us in a headspace where we can start to handle all kinds of challenges. I'm sending you my love. Uh, I hope that you have a wonderful Thanksgiving and that you have the opportunity to shop for some amazing toys and that something we've said here will help you. But we will be back on Monday with even more toys and gifts. Until then, give your kiddos a hug for me and one for you too. Bye-bye for now. If you found anything helpful in this video, please give us a like. In fact, make sure that you smash that subscribe button on YouTube and give us a like on Facebook. You can also follow us on Twitter and on Instagram for important updates. And please download our free podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you so much. See you next time.